you know, so I hope you guys stayed till the end. Show up, prepare, identify what you're trying to get better at, check those boxes, and don't skip a day. That's discipline in a nutshell. Back in the juice box, athletic podcast, baseball development show. Greg and I are going to talk a little discipline today. So we're um, we're sitting here just you know talking about our own discipline, you know, as coaches and you know as father and just in your personal life. And we were just kind of you know talking about workouts, talking about eating. You know, and we're like, okay, we need to turn the turn the camera on because this is this is a good talk, and it it certainly pertains to baseball. Like you talking discipline, I mean, this is probably the most. This game probably requires the most discipline of any game out there. I mean, I, there might be a few other games that you can think of that require discipline, but baseball is a discipline game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, especially um, you know, especially for a pitcher, right? Like so much, uh, you know, what what are you doing between your starts? You know, is is so important. It's like talk about you're not you're not playing every day, so there's more room, I guess, for a lack of discipline to maybe get in get in the way. You know, or, um, you know, just laziness. You know, and then just laziness and and pitching don't mix. You know, you know that. I mean, there's like a million different ways we could discuss this, but you know, when I'm thinking about discipline, you've got like the disciplines of the game. You've got the disciplines outside of the game, outside of competition, and then you've just got your general disciplines that can help or hurt you that don't necessarily have to do with the game, right? So, like, right. you're talking about disciplines in the game. You know, being a pitcher is a very disciplined thing. I mean, shoot, being a hitter is a disciplined thing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants to go up and smash the first pitch thrown. If, if every fastball was thrown down the middle of the first pitch, it'd make the game pretty easy. That's, that's not the game, especially not nowadays. I mean, it's not a guarantee that the first pitch of the at-bat is a fastball. I mean, a lot of guys are throwing different pitches now. So, you know, hitters, man, just talking discipline. Like, you need to know more than ever what you're trying to do. Pitchers. A lot of it is about guessing. Right. You know, but it's like, you know, you got you got to be a good guesser. You know, right. some of that probably just comes down to your preparation. You know, like your your mental discipline. Um, you know, in terms of preparation, you know, being prepared to, to make a, a, a good guess at what the pitcher's throwing. Yeah. I, I remember like being a senior in high school and being a hitter, you know, I think I hit second in the lineup my senior year playing shortstop. And, you know, I remember like my defensive part of my game being disciplined that year, like, man, making every play it felt good. And I was hitting good, too. Like, I was getting hits. But I remember that season, I walked twice. Two times. The whole high school season. Played every game. And, you know, I didn't strike out a ton, but I had my fair share of strikeouts. But I just put the ball in play. A ton. And when I got to college, 
you know, like the college that I was at, um, they wanted me to lead off. Like, we need you to lead off. Mm-hmm. Like, we need you to be a lead off hitter. And that was like the first problem that I ran into was like, I would make outs too quick sometimes. And it, it, it had nothing to do with my hitting ability. I, I would put the bat on the ball, bat to ball. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the discipline or the knowledge or the wisdom to swing at the pitches that I knew I could hit. I didn't even know what those were. You know, so I remember my coach telling me just like, hey, man, when you go home for the summer, if you're playing, like the plate discipline piece. And I'm not telling you you need – I didn't know this at the time, but I thought that meant I had to walk more. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to walk more. I think like walking is probably – just a result of better discipline. You're going to walk more because you have better discipline, but mm-hmm. you're going to barrel more balls up if you're disciplined, if you're a disciplined hitter, like knowing what you're actually trying to hit. Actually getting your, get your pitch. Yes. And, th- and that was like, important thing yeah. And, and that was like the first time that I really remember being aware of my lack of discipline in an area. That was the first time I, I remember being made aware of it. And I think a lot of young players, you know, I'm talking high school and younger. I don't know that they're aware. I, I know that they hear coaches say, you got to have discipline and you got to be focused. And and it kind of just goes in one ear and, and out the other because they don't truly understand what it means to embody that. Like, do you remember going through that as a pitcher? Like, as a pitcher, do you remember kind of that, that switch flipping on of like, okay, like, man, I used to do a bad job of this. I, I now understand what it means to have more discipline when I'm on the mound in a game. What I'm trying to do at a specific time and not giving in to the pressures of, well, I could strike the guy out right now. Well, I could try to blow it by him right now at 93. When in all reality, all that is is a distraction from you doing what you need to do at a specific time. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, I think... The, it, it kind of switch went off for me like a little bit late, you know, like I struggled my first couple of years in college and then my senior year, you know, I mean, and I say I struggled, like I didn't do that bad. I mean, you know, I pitched to a, what probably a, an average college ERA is, you know, probably under, you know, maybe five, you know, so not bad. I didn't. What I say struggling, you know, it, it, it was probably not as it's you know not as bad as I um, maybe make feel like it seemed. But uh, you know, my senior year, like I just got the mint my mental game right, like my mental discipline, and just became more in control of my thoughts. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing when it when it when it comes to that that switch that you're talking about like where you just you know you're in control of your thoughts like you you know you you've you've had you've been disciplined and and that's bred the confidence to to truly be yourself, you know, and, um, just to have your best individuality, you know, and, 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 and really 
really feel good about yourself and like you can just be who you are and and just be in the moment you yeah. know it, it gives you that freedom like right. i think you know that's what parks was talking about like kind of where he said he's at right now you know and i i, I kind of got me thinking about that like that he said you know he feels free and he's at that same same point in his career that I'm talking about. Like I was a senior in high school. I mean, senior in college, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I had obviously had success in high school, but college isn't, you know, it's a whole nother level. And, and you, you've got to really have your mental, the mental game in check, you know, and that's kind of what separates, um, you know, a good season from a bad season is, is just what kind of where you are mentally. Right. And it builds up over time. Like, like for a player to be disciplined, it's not like you can just do it one day and, okay, I'm good. It has to become, like, your thing. Like, you, you operate on a discipline. And, right. you know, some guys do it different than – you don't have to – doesn't mean you have to be such a regimented type A – type of person to have discipline you're going to have your own ways of of implementing your disciplines but like i'll I'll go you know we and we could go down the the rabbit hole of base running and fielding and pitching and hitting and two strike hitting and there's disciplines in all of the things and i think that's where people's mind goes like you got to be disciplined you got to lay off bad pitches you got to wait for the right leg lift to run on discipline but that those are those are in-game playing disciplines that are a result of what we're about to talk about now with all of the lead-up discipline, right? And I, I think back to when I was playing. You know, I brought brought up my senior year of high school going into my freshman year of college, you know, and then you fast forward to, like, going from my junior year of college to my senior year of college. They were night and day. And, Greg, I'm sure you can probably relate to this in different times of your career too, but – my junior year, I didn't play that much. I was a, I was like a fourth outfielder and a pinch runner a lot of the time. I think I had 15 at-bats. And, like, my thing going into the offseason was like, okay, I want to I be a starter. Like, I want to I be the center fielder. I want to play every day. And that ended up happening. But that wasn't, like, it wasn't me saying that that made that happen. Because I knew that if I was going to do it, I was going to have to put 5, 10, 15, 20 life changes in place for me to actually be able to make that happen and nobody else be able to take it away from me. Because obviously there's other guys that want to do the same thing. There's three other guys in the program that are trying to accomplish the same thing. So, and you can't control if any one of them is better than you. What you can control is how disciplined you are to give yourself the best chance to get where you want to get to. And I remember going home for the off season and thinking, okay, like I've got to get stronger. And the number one discipline was my training regimen. It wasn't a good one. I didn't know what I was doing, but it was the first summer that, that me and my brother, me and Dale really sat down and like mapped out our programming together. We didn't know what we were doing. I, I'm sure if we go back and look at it, I probably still have it. Sure. If we go back and look at it, it was probably dog crap. A lot of it was probably like, dude, that's a waste of time. Mm. But we, we mapped out what days of the week we were going to train, when we were going to have off days, when we were going to go hard, when we were going to go a little bit lighter, 
what which of those workouts were going to be at the YMCA, which ones were going to be in our in our um, little gym that we had, which were going to be up at the school. Like we we knew like down to a T what we were going to do, and we just stuck to that all summer. And then the second thing was like, okay, like you have to make yourself a hitter. You got to make yourself a hitter. Like early on, early on in college, I wasn't really a hitter. I was a guy who could put the bat on the ball. You know, so I started to think about the disciplines of being a hitter and understanding what I needed to do to be good. Like one of the things leaving school that year was like, you have to become a guy who gets on base. You're a run scorer, not a run producer. Nobody expected me to drive in 50 runs, but they expected me to score 40 plus. You know, so I had to figure out, okay, like what what can I bring to the table that will allow me to score more runs for my team and gives me a better chance to be in the lineup every day? So like one of those things was, okay, like I'm pretty good at bunting. I'm going to get really good at bunting. Figured out how to bunt again. Again, mm-hmm. I say again because I was good at it early in my career and it had gone away because it wasn't sexy. Mm-hmm. So I figured out how to bunt. Worked all summer on bunting. Came back in the fall and it was automatic and it never went away the rest of my career. I knew I was going to have to walk more. I knew I was going to have to take what teams were going to give me, which wasn't much because – for me, they're gonna blow. They're gonna blow fastballs at me. So I knew I was gonna have to do that, but I was also gonna have to hit my way on. So I made a vow to myself. I'm like, dude, I gotta figure out how to barrel up more baseballs. How do I hit more baseballs on the barrel? I don't care if they go over the fence. I don't care if they go to right field or left field or center. I don't care where they go. Can I get more barrels? Right. And I remember thinking that to myself. And me and Dale are working. We're we're getting ready. Like. Dale, you say this, th- this, was, this in, was in between my junior and senior year of college. college. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about the same, you know, we have a lot in common, I think, with like the whole evolution of our career, college careers, right. you know, like, because I was in that same spot. You know, I say I use that example of like my senior year and it was the same thing, you know, like putting together the, the training regimen and, you know, I had gotten a lot of good knowledge like gotten a lot of good stuff from my first three years of college um you know under like had been to a juco had been to a d1 so i kind of like i'd learned you know what i needed to be doing by that time and it was just a matter of doing it consistently and being disciplined and and just understanding man like I just, you know, I got to throw strikes, right. you know, I got it. I got to challenge hitters. Like I, I can't beat myself, you know, like if I get beat, it's going to be because they, they hit me, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so that, that was kind of, yeah, same, very similar thing. It was like, you say, I got to figure out how to barrel balls. You know, for me, it was like, you know, I got to be able to, throw a strike whenever I want. To. Right. And both and both of us are diving into things that are under our control. And I think that's where the discipline starts. So like all these things we're talking about it was control what you us, can control. Yeah, control the controllables, control, control what you can control and it was us talking about these things off the field. Like we knew we had to do something off the field to be able to get those on field results right throwing more at, at, at low effort you know throw more getting more spending more time on the mound for me was big at that time and and um 
you know, just some maturity obviously went into to it a lot and and just you know, understanding that like I wasn't gonna be able to throw strikes consistently if I was max effort. You right. know, like having to understanding how to dial it back a notch. Right. Yep. So No, that's that's huge. I you know, I remember vividly getting back on campus that senior year and being like ready to go you know like, mm-hmm. you know you start like we had like a fall league that we would do it wasn't really like coach led stuff we do like inner squads and stuff like that doing fine and then we got into practice like fall practice and i remember getting ridden that fall like the first couple of weeks like couldn't do anything right you know like we're doing we're taking BP, execution BP. And like I had built up all these things in my head that I needed to get better at to get the job. And in my mind, like one of those things we taught was, was barreling the ball up. And I'm barreling balls up left and right. But we're doing execution BP. Right. And execution yeah. BP, it's like, okay, first one's a hit and run. You got to hit on the well, ground. Well, you can't hit a 300-foot fly ball to the outfield. Right. Doesn't, that doesn't help. And then it's like, okay, second base, no out. You can't hit a 97-mile-an-hour one-hopper to third. That's an out. It doesn't advance the runner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of those balls in the process, like, you know, I'll hit one in the gap or I'll, I'll, I'll run a ball through the 5-6 hole on the ground with a runner on second and nobody. Like, technically, that advances the runner, right? So, in my mind, the coach is like, no, nah, that's not what we want. And I'm just like, man, like, I'm doing – I'm getting a hit. I just got a base hit to left field. You tell me that's not good enough? Because in your mind – You've, you've built up these things of what you need to do, but you you don't need to try to do so much. And I remember having to like get, that was my first obstacle because I had built in the disciplines to what I thought I needed to do to mm-hmm. get better. And I think a lot of players do this, right? They have a plan for themselves somewhat. It may not be all the way the right plan. Right. And then when somebody gets on them, it crushes them. It crushes them. It, it's yeah. like, man, what, now what? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example that, that something that I went through like that with, because I know there's. And it probably doesn't happen as much as like much that to, to pitchers. To pitchers, yeah. But, you know, but. You know, just you're getting to college and, and your coach telling you, like, you're, mo- you, you're, you have no movement. Like, you're, you're, you don't, you don't, you don't understand, like, how to move the ball, you know, and I was like. thought that was like one of my best attributes you know like i don't know like when i throw it 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 looks like it's moving you know it's just that crushed me it's like well shit if i don't have movement like what do i have because yeah am i good like am i still good yeah 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 well i think in in setting your disciplines you know so this is this is where we get into the meat guys like when you're setting up your disciplines you have like you got to prepare for the obstacles. Like that's what the disciplines are in place for. Right. It can't be simply I'm going to take this shortcut to success. That's not a discipline. A discipline is a a just a foolproof plan for a road to success. It doesn't mean you're going to get there right away. It might be a long road sometimes. Um, and I had to learn that, that, that fall, I had to learn that and really 
like what started to happen once the fall was over, you know, I had a meeting with my, with one of my coaches, it was my assistant coach, coach D. And one of the things he told me was like, dude, you're going to need to stop telling people what to do. And you're going to have to show them like for you to actually be a leader. Cause I know that's what you want to be. You're going to have to quit showing them or I'm sorry, you're going to have to quit telling them and you're going to have to start showing them. And that hit me. I was like, okay. Yeah. That, kind of yes, sir. That makes sense. Lead by example. And, and I took that all the way through the off season, through off season conditioning. I, I showed up to every workout. I, I went balls to the wall as good as I could do in every single thing I possibly could. I got a 4.0 that semester. Um, that was something that guys, have been, they'd been riding me on since I got to that school. I, I didn't have a 4.0. They're like, man, you, you can do 4.0. Why, why do you not have a 4.0? You should get a 4.0. And I'm like, why does that matter? Like if I get a B, why does it matter? But it was one piece of the discipline that was missing. And that fall, okay, I got a 4.0. I went to every workout. I did everything I was supposed to do. I fixed all the crap, all the other stuff in my life that had nothing to do with baseball. Four, there's a lot of good baseball players out there that don't get a 4.0. But there was other crap that I was half-assing that was actually bringing me down. It wasn't because I couldn't hit a ground ball to the right side. There was a lot of other crap that I needed to fix. So I got a lot of that cleaned up. And I remember going into the spring. I had no idea if I was going to start in center field. I had no idea. And that was the best thing for me. Because it forced me to say, I don't care what happens. I'm going to do what I know I need to do to do the best I possibly can. And up until opening day, I didn't know if I was going to be starting until we got done with warm-ups. We got done with BP. And I went and looked at the lineup. I didn't know. I had no idea. I had to do what I needed to do all the way up for that three and a half weeks, all the way leading up to game time. And yeah, and that takes that takes a lot of, of discipline. You know, yeah. that's where you know a lot of guys just might kind of fold up like a like a tent. You know, and and it because they just somewhere along that that road they would just kind of say, well, you know, I don't know, like. I'm not, I don't, I, I could do all this and still n- not even start, you know? And then that's when, you know, that's when the other guy takes your job. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy to do it. And, and that's where, you know, you deal with a lot of that type of anxiety in college and, you know, where it's like, you just don't know. You don't know for, for a lot of the year. You know, you're playing through the fall and, and, and nobody really knows like who the guys are going to be. I mean, you kind of, you might know a couple guys that are like, okay, he's going to be a guy, but for the majority of the guys coming in, like, you know, they, you just, you don't really know, you know, you gotta, you gotta earn your job. And, and some guys like they don't do, I think they, they struggle with that when they get to college because they've always been there. They've always been the guy. Right. They've always been a guy. And then they have to compete every day with some other guy for a job. And they just somewhere along the line, they just kind of say, oh. can't handle it. Yeah. Just can't handle it. Yep. Well, 
you you mentioned the anxiety of it because you get put in that situation. And listen, this is just one situation that you could be put in where where discipline can help can can play a role. But you get in a situation where there's unknown. You don't know if you're the guy. You don't know if you're starting. You don't know if you're playing. You don't know um, which position you're playing. Just with any of those things, the anxiety of like. You can't get past the anxiety without having the disciplines. And what the disciplines really are for you guys that are wondering is like you have day-to-day stuff that you take care of. And you know that some of them seem really silly. Some of them seem dumb. Make your bed. Make your bed. Um, You shave or you trim or, you know, whatever. You get to the field and you have a set of these disciplines too. Like every time you put your shoes on, you put your left shoe on before your right shoe on. That's a discipline. Does it matter? No, but it's your thing. You know, and I had stuff, I I developed stuff like that for myself. Which song I was going to listen to on the way down to the field. Which song I was going to listen to on the bus. Um, I was going to wear a right arm sleeve when we wore this particular jersey. And if I got a hit... I marked a mark on the arm sleeve and I couldn't forget to do that. That it had to be done. That was, that was something that had to be done. You know, I, I always made sure that I had my bag packed with all my stuff the night before, because if I did it the day of, I wasn't going to be good. I was going to forget something or something was going to be out of order and it would throw me out of sorts. Like that's the type A type of discipline stuff. Cause I'm a little bit type A, but then there's other people where they might not be type A, but they still might have that song they got to listen to. I got to listen to this, man. This is, this is my thing, mm-hmm. you know, or it's something that they say to somebody, a phrase that they got to be able to say, you know, something they do before they go out on the mound, like, you know, clap the glove three times, run out there, you know, like whatever it is, you start to build these things that distract you from the anxiety, the breathing, the external cue of looking at the right field foul pole before you tow the rubber. Right. You know, looking into the stands for your mom, mm. you know, like whatever it is, you know, the, the drawing something in the dirt with the bat when the hitters come up to the plate, you know, the 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 little jump, the leprechaun hop into a swing before you jump into the box to hit. Like, does that matter? Does that swing help you hit? No, it's not even a real swing, but it's a routine. Mm. And you see this at the highest level, big league guys, college guys. Um, they have these. They take these weird practice swings or they do these weird little breathing techniques before they hop in the box or get on the mound. And what it is, is it's a calming discipline of mm. something that you do every time that it's like a reset button, mm. right? Like, did you have stuff like that when you were playing too? Just the breathing, you know, things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, yeah, just... Just being able to like step off if, if something, you know, if you're not, you know, maybe in the strike zone, miss a couple pitches, miss, you know, stepping off and just making sure that you have a regulated breathing pattern, you know, because like what happens to everybody when they get amped up? It's just, yeah. And that's what know? I that's where I struggled you know, my first couple of years of college, because like high school, it wasn't the same pressure. I never, I never struggled with that. It wasn't even, it, I never thought about it. Like I, I was always cool as a cucumber. Everybody would joke. And Greg just, I remember my first varsity game, 
came in, closed it out, shut it down. Everybody's just laughing, like, just Greg, just cool as a cucumber, you know? And I was always like that. And then I got to college, and it was just, you know, I had a couple bad outings or whatever, more pressure. You're like, you know, it means a little more because you've invested a lot so much more into it. Like in high school, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm a high school kid. You know, and and by the time I was 19 years old, like, you know, I'd sacrificed a, a more and, you know, you put more into it and you just put more pressure on yourself. But the biggest thing for me was, yeah, just stepping off and kind of just making sure that I was like, I was breathing, you know, slowing my breath down, like had a regulated heartbeat and you know, I would pick out like a, pick out like a little speck of dirt on, on the mound and just kind of breathe on that little rock. You know, you like just pick out a little rock and just breathe on it. And that was a technique that like, that I learned, I learned, um, through some, um, through this mental ABCs, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, just the the mantras, you know, just kind of just having your mantras like when you go out there, one pitch at a time, and just I would just keep saying that to myself. All right, like one pitch, like this pitch, you know, um, good low strike, right? Good low strike, positive, positive reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah, and this, you know, like this is great, man. You're talking about the mental ABCs and just the mental side of the game. And, you know, mentality and discipline are very closely related, you know. But, like, one doesn't live without the other. Like, you you have to have them both, you know. And we're talking about the discipline side of things. Like, it goes so much deeper than what you do on the field. You know, I, I know I've already said that once today, but like I remember when I realized I needed to, to commit to like actually training my body sometime right. in high school, around my junior, junior, senior year. Same. You know, and you, you realize, man, like, okay, like I actually feel bad that I don't do that. You know, I, like it's, it's a burning discipline that needs to be put in place and it has to come from the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like your parent can't do it for you. It has to come from the kid like, no, this is something I need to do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I had a lot of discipline early on in my baseball career, but along with it came a lot of immaturity. So I didn't know how to carry out the stuff. Like I wanted to do things the same way every time. That was something that like my type A, I wanted to be able to do things the same way every time. I wanted to be able to say, um, and this is probably like early on when my coach's mind started coming out. But like I would pay attention to if I'm playing in a game and we got on base and are we going to sack one or are we going to run? And I remember thinking like, well, coach always does this at this time. Coach always does that at that time. And to me, I started to be able to anticipate what was going to happen, what what call was going to be made. It's not that I made the calls on my own, but you start to learn and anticipate those are those are the disciplines of like paying attention, like paying attention on a deeper level. Like a lot of guys now, especially guys that have have you know medically diagnosed ADHD and 
anxiety and, and you yeah, know everybody's got stuff. A everybody's bit. got stuff, and some of those guys really struggle to to dive in on a deeper level of discipline and focus, and they're capable of doing it, but they're going to need to learn how to how to navigate that. And like you know, just like picking up a pitcher's timing, that was something that I learned at an early age. I was taught by coaches, but I only needed to be taught one time. And that became something that as soon as I got on base, I was automatically paying attention to every single time I got on. It wasn't a quite, it wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to get away from this right now. That was a discipline, you know, but then go back off the field. We keep meandering back onto the field, to the on-field disciplines, go back off the field. Like something as simple as not skipping a workout. If I'm on a program, if I was on a program, which a lot of the time I was, whether it was a program I created or a program I was doing with with my team, I wasn't going to miss a single day. If I was enrolled in something, you know, like I remember after my senior year, I was graduated, my, my assistant coach, Jordan Butler, he put on just, and I don't know if we paid for this or if you did it for free. If you did it for free, JB, good for you because that was a lot of time spent. But we would go out to the field with whoever, anybody from freshman to graduated, and for about two hours straight, we would hit, throw, run, field, just baseball stuff. And then we'd go in the gym and train. And then we'd get a big old protein shake after. And I didn't miss a single day all summer. Not a single workout. Because I remember him saying in the beginning, like, guys, you're going to be sore the next day. Show up. The best thing you can do for yourself is show up. And I don't know how serious he was about that. He might have just been saying that to try to get the, the shitbirds to show up the next day. For me, I was like, no, I got to show up. I got to come. And I had a girlfriend that summer. I didn't, didn't matter. I showed up. Like, hey, I'll, I'll come hang out with you when I'm done with this. I do this every morning from 9 to 12 or from 9 to 11, whatever, whatever it was. And that was a discipline. That was not in game. I didn't do that in game. It was, it was simply get out of bed, eat something, and get up to the school because you got something going on. And... From that time for, and I was always kind of like that. Like I never missed class. I never skipped. I never didn't do my homework. I never did bad on a test. Like I did what I was supposed to do. But from that time on, when it came to baseball related stuff, I didn't miss. You know, like in college, especially when I was at Piedmont, it was if you missed a class, you missed whatever was going on in baseball that day. Weren't allowed to miss class. And they knew. They, they would check and see. You know, sometimes you'd be able to get away with it if, if certain class didn't keep any type of attendance or something like that. But it was a small school. It was easy to keep track. Never, I didn't miss class. I didn't not go. I'm sure I could have not gone. But I didn't know how to not go. If I needed to do something, I was going to do it. And there's something to be said for showing up. Showing up is like the first discipline in anything. If you got something going on, hey, be there. Be there. Be ready to go. Yeah. Right. Like how much can be said for just showing up, man, just, just show up and be there. Hey man, you, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Like you can't, you know, you can't win or, you know, you can't get the job if you don't show up. Right. I mean, a lot of my success, I think is, can be attributed to that. Like just showing up, man. I mean, like, all the the years that I continued to play after college, right? I mean, a lot of it was just 
showing up and, and being, you know, showing up to play for Great Britain right. in 2012 so that I could do that. And then, you know, that led me to playing in Australia, Yep. you know, so uh, playing in, you know, and continuing to play in Europe. So yeah. just putting yourself in a, putting yourself in a good environment. And just being there, being ready to go, you know, right. because was, like yeah. you said, you, you can't control everything. You can't, a lot of variables you can't control. You can control showing up, being on time. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Cause you just, you never know, you know, you know, like, and, and this is, this is, you'll hear that, you know, you hear coaches say this all the time. Like you never know who's watching, you know, but you just never, you never know when that one day is going to be when you might get your break and, and somebody is there to watch you, you know? And, and if you're not, if you're not at your best, then you can't, you can't seize the opportunity, right. you know, or if you're not at your best or you're not there, but obviously the first thing is showing up and then you've got to have a discipline. You got to be disciplined so that you don't have a, your worst day is not bad enough for them not to like you, right? You know, it's. And how do you make sure? How do you make right. sure that that because that right? Like everybody would be like, well, great if that's all I had to do is show up, it'd be easy. But I think like the next step to saying what you're saying is, well, before you do the showing up, prepare. Yeah. Spend some. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. It depends on what it is. Certain things don't take a lot of preparation. But they take a little bit. Like everything you do is worth preparing. Yeah. It's worth looking over it. It's worth understanding what you're about to go do. Prepare. And that's where I think, yeah, get, kids get like, it's easy to get stuck because you you feel overwhelmed by what you have to do. You know, and I think that's where like, we probably, I, I think I was the same way. I finally really got into the training around the same time, like my senior year of high school but you know before that it was kind of like you just i think you know a lot of kids are just overwhelmed by it yep you know it's and 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 you know that's something that gets talked about a lot too it's just the intimidation factor but it's like just getting in there and then understanding like the simple how to make it simple like how to simplify it and, and um, you know, doing like 10 minutes is a lot better than nothing at all. And that's where I think a lot of people get in trouble. It's like, well, you know, I only have, like, I got to go do this in like 30 minutes. Like, I don't have time. It's like, oh, you got 30 minutes, you know, do yeah. Well, do you, you're talking about keeping minutes. it simple. Yeah, you're talking about keeping it you simple know, too. Dude. It doesn't take long to prepare. That, that should automatically be simple. Take the task. Take the, take the goal. What do you need to do for that goal? Right. You Prepare need to for eat. it. Okay, right. right. Yeah, what, you're going to train? You got to eat. You got to sleep. Okay, so if you know right. you're going to train at 9 a.m. the next morning, the discipline is, okay, at 6 p.m. the night before, I'm going to eat a great dinner. Depending on... on you know what you're trying to do from a nutritional standpoint. You might need it. You might eat another snack before bed. Yeah. 
at around nine o'clock, you're going to start winding yourself down. You're going to make sure you've got your clothes set out for the next day. You're going to make sure you know Hydrate what, what workout are you doing. You should have been drinking water drinking from the time water. you eat dinner to the time you Drink. go to bed. Yeah. You know, you brush your teeth. Okay. You always brush your teeth. You always floss. You brush your teeth. Um, before you get in bed, you, you do your prayer. You might read something. Um, you lay down, you shut the lights off, you go to bed at 10.04 every night. 10.36 every night. I don't know. Like for me, I have a, I have an alarm that I set every night when it's time to get ready to go to bed. And I have an alarm that goes off the same time every morning. Now, I would love to tell everybody out there that I'm so disciplined that I never stray off that. I stray off of that. The nature of being here a lot of times late, sometimes I'm not even home by the time that alarm goes off. Um, and I go to bed later than I want to. In the morning, there's times where I know I need to sleep. I'll purposely turn that thing off, turn it for an hour later because I know, okay, for me to stay healthy, I need to sleep an extra hour. I don't take it to the extreme. Like you said, try to keep it simple. Keep my discipline simple for what I need to do. And I think like that goes into understand the tasks. Understand the assignment. That's how you stay disciplined. If you don't really know what you're expected to do, how can you be disciplined? How many guys are like that? Like we see kids, you know, and they're just like, you know, like a coach, you got to get stronger. You got to hit the ball harder. You need to, you need to shave. You need to do, and it, kids come in they're like, coach, so-and-so said I need to do this. And coach, what do I do? Should I do all barrels? Should I do training? It's like, it's easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to get overwhelmed. And there's yeah. no way. You can be disciplined and have a plan if you don't even know what the heck you're supposed to be doing. You know, so that goes for young guys, old guys. It doesn't matter. I mean, how many adults do you see every day that they're just so, and, and I'm guilty of this. You, you take on so much stuff, you get scatterbrained. Next thing you know, you don't have any disciplines anymore. And it takes saying, you know what, I'm going to get home at 6 o'clock tonight. I'm going to sit down at the kitchen table and I'm going to write down what the hell I'm going to start doing for the next few months. So I'm going to get myself back on the discipline train. And I catch myself having to do that often. Like, okay, the bull crap stops now. Time to get back on the discipline train. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of people just try to roll with the punches sometimes. You have to be able to yank yourself up by the shirt and say, no, enough's enough. I need, these are the things I need to do. Or I need help. Tell me the things I need to do. Mm -hmm. Like how much can be said for that? Yeah, um, just, yeah, understanding, like, the, the the simple lifestyle things, you know, a lot of it is just lifestyle and, and, and un like you say, understanding the assignment, like, what do you need? Well, you need to be healthy, right? You need to be healthy. You need to be able to go out there and perform and 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 feel good and, and and not get hurt you know and and be confident so you know a lot of that is just down go comes down to your your nutrition and your your sleep habits you know um and it and it's hard I, and, and i think the kids that we deal with are you know probably some of the worst if i had to guess like some of the worst like about it, these kids that we deal with at 16, you know, 
I know they're not going to sleep. Right. Uh, you know, they don't have good sleep patterns, um, you know, good sleeping habits. And, and that's, that is, and, and, and they're, you know, probably not very disciplined about dr staying hydrated. Yeah. You know, and these are the really simple things that, you know, they're not sexy. Not everybody likes to. You know, it's funny though. You're it, saying they're not sexy. They, they become trendy sometimes. Like, remember when everybody was walking around with a jug of water 10 years right. ago? Yeah. Yeah, because like, oh, hydrate, got to drink a gallon of water. You don't have to. Not everybody has to drink a gallon of water a day. But I, I did the water thing. Because like when I was in college, man, I, I didn't hydrate good. And I was drinking soda and everything. I was a decent athlete, so I got away with it. But when I got out of college, I was the water jug guy. I was known for that for a while, and it started to bother me when I saw everybody else doing it, and I was known for what everybody else is. So that. Then now I just drink my regular water bottles. But it's funny, man, because like some of these things that are you say they're so simple. It's so simple. You should just do it. It it becomes like a trend and then it's cool to do. So then people do it. And it's like I wish that it was still cool to try hard at stuff. It's not cool to, to try hard anymore. It's cool to just be cool. Oh, well, I, I suck because I was trying to suck. Well, that's dumb. Why'd you do that? Why don't you try hard? Show me what it looks like when you try hard. Well, that's 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 hard to do. Yeah, it is hard to do. Discipline's hard to do. Results are hard to do. And I think, like, that's where, that's where a lot of this gets lost because there's so much distraction for what's cool, what's trendy, and just what what's flat-out distracting. There's plenty of, you know, I'm not going to name them on this camera, but there's plenty of things out there that are flat out distracting to the teenage kid, 14 to 18, 14 to 19. Plenty of things. We know what some of them are. And the reason why those things are not part of the discipline is because they don't help. They don't lead Girlfriend to doesn't help. The girlfriend thing. Like, your girlfriend, money. the money at that age is not a thing. The drinking. But like a lot of the things, Car. yeah, a lot of the things that guys you get know, hopped up on at that point in your life, it's not that important. And that's why most people at that point in their life don't have those things, especially the most successful people. Obviously, somebody who's successful at 16 or 17 is different than somebody who's successful at 40. You could say, well, you know, so and so is forty, and they got a girlfriend and a cool car. Yeah, do you want to? But be, it's different for baseball. You don't want to be forty. You before wait, you figure it not, out. Yeah, you're not. You're <laughs> you not, can't wait till you're you, forty. You, you figure it out if, in men's league at forty, right? And then you, you know, you can maybe, uh, you know, you know. At the end of the day, it's it's simple. Like you said, Greg, it's simple. If you want to be disciplined, here's what you do. You show up, you prepare, you understand what you need to do to get better. You check off those boxes daily, monthly, quarterly, yearly, whatever, wherever they fall, because there are short-term and long-term term pieces to those things. Yeah, And, and, and then you, you execute them. Right. That's the discipline in anything. And literally, like, not just figuratively checking the boxes. I think, like, that's a good point that, that um, you know, 
links back to to what we're talking about is is literally checking the boxes you know like i man if i could go back i would i would keep a little journal yeah you know to because you're man if you're 16 and 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 you start keeping a journal now like you really be glad you did Uh, just keeping a, a little like baseball journal and then you know who who knows maybe some other stuff will spill over into it but you know, just your like, okay, did you, um, get you, did you hit your protein intake goal? You know, that type of stuff. Like, um, just kind of like what you felt like today when you threw, did you, did you, did you feel good? How, you know, how was your, how, how did your, um, training go? Yep. You know, stuff like that. Like how, what about this past weekend? You know, did you pit? I mean, I wish I would love to be able to like go back and look at something like that, like from when I was like sixteen. And that you know, that right but, there turns into another discipline, right? Of actually going in and, and doing it. Yeah. So my dad used to keep a fishing journal. You know, my dad passed three years ago, and he like every time he went fishing for i don't know how many a lot of years like he had several books like little diaries yeah he'd keep a journal and it was so funny because it was hit like the stuff he would write it was his own emotions it was like uh freaking stupid boat was creating waves and it fucked up the right and it was like dude when you read it it's like wow that that that's exactly what he would have said in person yeah and and he would put all the details in there he put how many fish he caught he put you know, where he caught them, what he did, you know, remember Dwayne was with me that day. Dale was with me that day. Um, overcast, like every, all the details right. to, yeah. to paint a picture. And, you know, when he passed, we went back and we were reading a lot and we're like, we didn't even realize he was doing it. He just, he just did it. And I have stuff like that too, where I, you know, I would keep workouts. I have some from college. I have some from high school, um, where I would log what I was doing. I look back and I'm like, man, this is, awfully programmed workout or look at the weight I was doing. I was weak as all get out or I didn't know that I was supposed to be using more load. And you know, you just, you, you create another discipline because doing one of those things helps you do the actual task at hand because subconsciously, you know, well, I got to get the task at hand down so I can go check this box, literally check this box. And Greg, you know me. I it's on my like, phone, I have literal reminders for right, all my right. little stuff every day, yeah. and it's ridiculous because I'll be talking to Siri and creating them while we're doing stuff so that I don't forget. But it is so satisfying every time I go into those reminders and I check one off. Mm-hmm. It is so satisfying. It's like the most satisfying thing I do. Right, your brain, your brain really likes realizes. That. Okay, that's done. I I, I accomplished yeah. that. You know, and that's a discipline that I started. You know. I knew that I needed to do it a couple years ago. I used to set alarms, but it got obnoxious because the alarm would go off and I couldn't deal with it right that minute. So I'm like, well, I need to keep this alarm on. I was like, why don't I use the reminders in my phone? We have these things in our phone, these tools, these spreadsheets. I use spreadsheets to keep track of all our um, media stuff, what I'm going to post. And it feels so good to highlight one green when I, oh, I got it done. It's up and loaded and ready to post. Mm -hmm. And just like, we're going to dive into something else next, and this is going to be a whole different video, but the consistency in the discipline is how it really becomes your discipline. Can you right. be consistent? 
And we'll do another video on consistency for you guys and what that actually means. But that's it. Like, it's not hard. And then it, you know, you do it long enough and then it just becomes part of you. It becomes part of you. Yeah. 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 You know, and then it's like, you know, you get, you really get, you know, I remember I used to be like this, you know, you're talking about like not missing workouts, you know, I got to that point where it was like, same, you know, senior in high school, like I didn't, I was not going to miss workouts. Right. You know, and. You almost feel bad if you do. You yeah. skip a day and you, you feel bad about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then same thing with just eating, you know, like you, you don't eat. It's like three hours have gone by and you don't eat. Your body tells you, hey, You're, get back on your discipline. Hey, like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be around me at that time. Like I. I'm, I'm going to be mad. Me and Dale need to get on and, and do talk about when we did our 12-week training program back, yeah. back in 2015. Right. Waking up in the middle of the night, yeah. eating. We're going to do – me and Dale are going to do a did, video on I that I did something very similar to that with my roommate. Like when I was getting – you know, when my first – when I got ready to go over my first year of indie ball, that was probably, you know, the most – intensely and that most uh disciplined you know i i've ever been you know in, especially in terms of training but yeah. just yeah the 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 eat the the eat the the nutrition is big and and you just i i think a lot of guys just get a little too with with a lot of this stuff you know it's a little bit too little too late you know, you see that a lot where it's like, you know, and I know like the, you'll hear high school coaches talk about that where it's like it takes a lot of time to gain muscle mass, like lean yeah. muscle mass, right? It takes discipline. And, and it's, yeah, and it's like. And some other you stuff gotta, sometimes. <laughs> you got to start, you got to start early. You got to, you know, you got to start um, probably, you know, before before we did when we were going through it like you know nowadays that would be really late i'll say this just just i'll throw this out there for everybody and it's a it's this is generally speaking but generally speaking the most disciplined people are going to get what they want the most disciplined people are going to get what they want not necessarily the most talented people the most disciplined people can you create the system for yourself that works? Can you identify what you need to do? Not necessarily where you're going to get to, but what you need to do. Can you properly identify? Can you properly prepare? And if you can stick to an agenda and check the boxes the most consistently, you're going to win. You're going to get to where you want to get to or at least make great strides there. Maybe your goal was unattainable and you didn't get there, but you probably at least made strides to get there. That. That, that's what I would say. It's not the best, not the hardest thrower. It's not the fastest runner. The most disciplined guy who figures out themselves, how do I maximize myself, will get to where he should be. I'm not saying he'll make the big leagues. He'll get to where he should be in terms of potential. Mm -hmm. That's discipline. That's discipline. You know. So I hope you guys stayed till the end, but show up. Prepare, identify what you're trying to get better at, check those boxes, 
and don't skip a day. That's discipline in a nutshell. That's baseball, school, life, your girlfriend, your friend group, your family. Just be there. Be present. That's discipline in a nutshell. So if you guys like this, man, check it out. We're going to talk more. Like me and Greg said, we're going to talk more about consistency. Uh, we'll have some more good stories that relate back to this discipline topic. Um, from the Juice Box, Atlanta, Georgia, Athletic Podcast, Baseball Development Show. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. If you got questions below, don't be shy. Leave them for us. We'll try to answer them all, and we'll catch you guys soon. <laughs>